Hey, hey! You're listening to the Life of a Messy Bun podcast. I'm Angie. I'm Yana. And our special guest is... Hi, Who I'm are Kendra. You? <laughs> <laughs> she's, so, she's so shy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, we have our friend Kendra on today. She's a chiropractor and we wanted to bring her on just to chit chat and um, kind of go over... Just a few questions with her that people are always asking, dying to know, and and things like that. I have a lot of friends that ask questions to ask you, Kendra, so I'm always like, oh, I'll just write them all down and, you know, eventually get to it. <laughs> so we decided to just bring you on. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. You're welcome. So, um... First of all, um, what are we drinking? And then I have to ask you guys some questions about your day. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to start? Yeah, you go first. All right. Um, so I found this at the Costco, which, again, the middle row. Um, yes. It's a Rodney Strong, the cap staff. And it's actually really good. Like, really good. Oh. Yeah. And yesterday I had a Merlot, and I realized I'm not a Merlot person at all. I didn't think you would be. No. I so I like Marlowe because it's so dry and like, oh. I love that. Like, I love that. <laughs> no, I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> but I kept drinking. <laughs> it's alcohol. You have to. <laughs> so you recommend that one then? Yeah. I, the, this one, yes. The Rodney Strong. Yeah. Sweet. What are you drinking, Kendra? Uh, well, um, earlier today, this afternoon, I was ice fishing. And um, I was sipping on some Wayne Gretzky number 99 red cask whiskey. <laughs> mm. nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Do you, do you drink your really whiskey um, on ice or do you mix it? How do you like yours? I like it on ice with, um, I'll usually add like a little bit of water. Oh yeah, water. Yeah. Okay. Just to, just to... Unless you just have, like, a lot of ice, I guess, and wait a while. I don't know. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But okay. I don't drink cool. it that often, but it was just kind of what was on hand, and it was good for, good for a little ice fishing afternoon. And keeping you warm? Oh, yeah. Definitely helps keep you warm. So, good. That looks fun, though. Like, did you catch anything? Oh, no. Like, do, do you ever? Nothing. Like, how? No? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yesterday, uh, my boyfriend was in the same spot because he put his ice fishing jack like right there yesterday. He brought it out yesterday and he said he caught maybe 12 fish and he was probably only there like an hour. So they were all little ones, but it depends on where you go and like not super familiar with that lake, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, today was just a bad day. Uh, you can, you can keep it if you want, like, um, but like, you don't really keep the ones that aren't worth keeping. Like if they're really small, you put them back in. Yeah. Just for fun. Just entertaining. Yeah. It's fun if you drink. I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) just to sit there and wait in the cold. I don't know. I've always wanted to do it, but I like, I never, I'm not like, I, I don't mind fishing period, but like. I just, I feel like I would be such a whiner because of how cold it is. Unless you have a tent. Yeah, so, like, that's the point of the shack, because it, yeah. like, 
separates you from the ice because it's got like a wooden floor. So like you, and then if you put a little heater in there, like he's got this propane heater. Yeah. So you can sit in there with like shorts and sandals if you want. It gets that warm. Okay, but like I took my jacket off. It won't melt the ice and like you won't fall through. No, the oh ice God. is so thick. It's so thick, <laughs> especially scared. like you like it's safer to wait till like you can ice fish in like December, but usually people wait till the new year. It's like several feet thick. Yeah, at least. Okay. So you okay. need like a like a drill to like get through it mm-hmm. to make a. Use an, an ice auger, yeah. and oh, it's like, okay. yeah. No, you're like you drive your car on it, and like people just leave. Like they bring, like people will like use like old camper vans, and they'll just turn them into ice fishing shacks. Like, oh, yeah, the ice can take a lot of weight in the winter, especially in Saskatchewan and Alberta. Like, yeah, it ain't nothing. Well, that's that's true. I guess it's colder there. Because that's how some uh, truck drivers drive, right? In winter over lakes, ice roads. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like way up north where there's no roads, so you can only like transport goods in the winter. Yeah, they make ice roads. So. That's like so crazy scary too, though. Like I'd mm-hmm. be scared. That's dangerous for sure. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're in Saskatchewan now. She left us. She, she left us for Saskatchewan, even though she's uh, from there. It's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> I fine. did just move back home. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> But, um, I guess, oh yeah, I'm drinking, I, yeah, what are you drinking? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, it's called Summer Love Vodka, and it's a distillery in Calgary, um, Star Distillery, and it's like, I bought it a long time ago, and never opened it, and I was like, oh, I should have something summery today, because like, I just want summer to come really bad. Uh. And, um, it is fucking delicious. I put it with a little peach juice and some club soda. And I added little pieces of pineapple just cause I'm <laughs> extra, extra, extra like that. and oh, it's so good. Tastes like summer. I just love it. Sounds delicious. So I don't have any like crack or pop or anything for anyone today because, oh, but I always have my extra bottles of wine in case I want to get lit. <laughs> I always have to have extras right next to me so I can chug the wine. Oh gosh. Oh. So, um I'll tell you a little bit about like my relationship with Kendra and how I met her and um and then we'll kind of go into some questions for her cuz I think people will be interested in knowing some of this stuff if you don't already know. So, um I met you from breaking my ankle I believe I did yes so broke my ankle at work and then I went to physio there in the clinic that she worked at and I was like oh I should just go see a chiropractor because I like seeing them and the one I was seeing previous was um not great in St. Albert so I met Kendra and we like clicked instantly and we're like best friends instantly like it was crazy we were like do you want to be friends yeah and it was and it was like that it was like i would tell her like my whole life story and she she would tell me hers and it was just like it was fun and then we hung out and 
you know, had little doggy dates and and you were there for like some tragic moments in my life, but um you know, and like you helped console my sister. Cause Aww. she's <laughs> Sam, because she was lovely. Yeah. yeah, I just like really got to know your whole family. It was like a very unique situation, but like for mm-hmm. the best. It was ended up yeah. being awesome. And... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was a good friendship for sure. And Yanni, you met her at the a terrible time. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I know that if we had more time with you here, then you guys would all like all of my friends would get along with you. And with COVID, it was really hard because we weren't we weren't doing anything, really like hanging out with like big groups of people and stuff. So that was tough. But yeah, we kind of like ended up being in our own like COVID bubble. So it yeah. was just easy. And yeah. I wasn't living in Saint Albert, but I was working in Saint Albert at the time. So you'd just be like, "Want to come over after you're done work?" And I'd be like, yeah. "Sure." Yeah. <laughs> and- yeah, and it's nice. It was nice. Yeah. I just, I'm a people person. I just like having friends around. I, I like, and like, I just enjoy people's company, I think. And, you know. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So it was really cool to meet her and, and it just, it worked out really cool. So, but now she's in Saskatoon and you work at a clinic there. So if anyone's listening from Saskatoon, which I hope there is because I have relatives there that should be sharing this, just <laughs> then go see Kendra. <laughs> yeah, you can give them my contact. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll message it to to my uh, sister-in-law and she can let people know. Um, yeah. yeah, so we just have some questions about being a chiropractor and like um the some of the common questions people have i know like for example my dad right <laughs> when <laughs> he first met kendra he was like he was so excited because <laughs> he has waited his whole entire life to ask a chiropractor like or to tell them about his fucking weird bone cracking <laughs> I know he, call, he calls her the bone cracker <laughs> he's, <just> been waiting. <laughs> he's been waiting forever to call someone that no and way. then he's been waiting forever to be like oh if I have a back, sore back I just kick myself in the shin and it won't hurt anymore because something else hurts <laughs> there and, is science wow. to that so. yeah <laughs> I can well, explain that's more good. later <laughs> yeah <laughs> But he, like, he just could not wait to, like, tell her <laughs> about it. It was pretty funny. Aw, he's so sweet. I love yeah. him. I love when people, like, tell me things like that because chiropractors definitely have an interesting reputation, to yeah. say the least. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not... I mean, it kind of sucks in, in the way of it, like... You know, like when someone ruins it for someone else, you know, like that type of thing. It's you yeah. get like kooky people, but it's no different than any other doctor, though. I feel like there's some shitty ass doctors out there <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like sketchy. Right. So it doesn't even I think any profession like that is 
Yeah. People will always have their own experience. Yeah. They'll have their own experience, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Kendra, I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, because I usually go to a chiropractor when, like, something is really, like, stuck. And I'm like, oh, damn. Like, I can't crack it myself. Like, I really need to go. Okay. So, like, do you ever feel anxious when you have somebody laying there and you're about to crack their back? Like, do you, like, does it ever cross your mind, like, holy shit, I could break their back today? Um, so, there are, there are certainly times when I am hesitant, um, but, like, I mean, I am pretty thorough in my screening questions before I see somebody, Uh um, because, like, Obviously, like, there are risks to chiropractic, and before we see anybody, we have to go through a whole park you with them, right? So just, like, mm-hmm. outlining the risks and alternatives, and, um, you know, it's, like, their choice after they are aware of the risk, if they still want to go through with it. Um, but usually, like, the bigger risks involved, um, it's pretty obvious if that person is not going to be a good candidate for it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, like, and it's usually like older people with other comorbidities, right? Um, so I, most of the time I'm pretty confident that I'm not going to hurt anybody. And I have, like, I mean, I haven't been practicing that long. It's only been two years and I've already hurt a couple people, but it's like been very minor, like just kind of like, um, probably like, you know, like hurt their ribs a little bit more than anything but like the biggest thing that chiropractors get sued for is breaking ribs but the population for that is like like it's mostly likely to happen in like little old ladies who have osteoporosis Uh um and like if i see a small woman versus a large man i calculate like how hard should I be dropping on this person right like right. It's, I don't it's not the same like amount of force with every single person oh, so okay. yeah it's very variable like the way that I treat like I mean I treat most people relatively the same but there's always some amount of variability so mm-hmm. I don't get too worried about it because of the screening questions and and another thing that I do too is I ask people like, are you worried about getting your neck adjusted? <laughs> and if they say yes, then I just go really gently. And usually that kind of convinces them. They're like, oh, hey, it's not that bad. Like, so. You're like, okay, I'm ready now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if they don't like it, then I'll just say, that's okay. You don't ever have to do it again yeah. if you don't want to. You yeah. know, it's your choice. Like, I think you just have to keep the lines of communication open, right? And as long yeah. as you present the risks to, the risks to them beforehand. Like, they're there because they're there for a reason. They want to get out of pain usually, right? Yeah. So, and yeah, most of the time, it makes them feel better. Yeah. Because so. I feel like I usually, like, like I know nothing's going to happen, but I, I know I'm tensing up. And I feel like that makes it harder yeah. for them to crack my areas. And I try yeah. to, like, nothing's going to happen. Like, I'm fine. But I still tense yeah. up, and I know they feel it, and I know it's harder on them but I can't, like, shake it. You know what I mean? That's you and, like, 75% of people that you see. They tense up, and it's either, like, you have to trick them, but they know you're going to trick them, right? Because it's, like, it's just a a protective response that people have where, like, if someone's holding your neck, like, way over to the side, 
you're not going to be like the most calm, relaxed person, right? Like it's just, and it's not like they meet, like they know, they're like, yeah, they tell themselves, relax, relax, relax. But it's a lot easier said than done for most mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. So, but like, and, and the more you see somebody, the more they develop a trust in you as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and it, like, it definitely, I, not everybody that I see enjoys the treatment or feels better after for sure. Like there are some people who I can't help and it's probably the same in every profession, right? It's, mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think, it's not yeah, all it rainbow depends. and sunshine. No. Sunshine and rainbows, whatever. <laughs> I always feel so good. Oh my God. Right? Mm-hmm. Day after for sure. Oh yeah, like especially the neck, that is so satisfying. Oh. I love like, it too. Yeah. I, I don't even care if I was paralyzed. Like just <laughs> Just paralyzed. Just me. one <laughs> one good crack in my life and then I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so Kendra Kendra, you know how like um you know those psychiatrists have their own psychiatrist? Do you have your own chiropractor? Or do you do it yourself? Um, I, I can't always adjust myself. Okay. Um, so usually what we do is in the clinic, like other chiropractors will share services. So I'll get one of them to adjust me and we just like trade so we don't have to pay. Um, and that's like, I'm pretty sure you see that in every clinic, right? And like, yeah. we practice on each other and we try to help each other out. Like it's, it's a symbiotic thing. Like you get a treatment out of it and then you learn what you could do better from somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I don't get it as regularly as I probably could or should either. So. It's just kind of like if somebody has time, then I'll do mm -hmm. it. But yeah, so. I'd want it every day. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. I don't really think for like most people, there probably isn't anything wrong with getting adjusted every day. But but I would never tell somebody to go see me every day. You know? Yeah. Like, because then people are just going to think that all I want is money from them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. And yeah, I never thought of it that way. But like, I just think it, it works. It works well. Right. So I just, I just really like it. Yay. I'm glad. <laughs> so that was one of my questions actually about, um, can, like, should you being like, should you adjust yourself or like have your partner, um, like help adjust you in some way like if you're guided I guess but like I always I would be like I just I know people that like have their like husband step on their back and like it just scares the shit out of me <laughs> um there's definitely risk involved with adjusting yourself for sure um yeah. I always have people who say like yeah like I just like grab my chin and then I just like reef my head this way and then I crack my neck and like a lot of people crack their necks on their own or like whatever part of their back and they always like explain to me the weird ways that they, that they do it. You want to and... show us? <laughs> well, I can't do it right now. It probably won't. But yeah, I go like this and it cracks. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you just have a hyper mobile neck. So what that means is like, like, an adjustment, essentially what it is, is like you're bringing a joint to its end 
range of motion and then you're just like pushing it a little bit further and then you hear a pop and all the popping is is like gas bubbles being released from oh. the synovial joint which is like it's a fluid every single joint in your spine and like all of the joints most of the joints in your body are synovial joints so it's just a fluid filled cavity and the gas bubbles are released from the joint when you when you push it past its end range and that causes the cavitation creating like a popping sound so it's way less scary than people think it is yeah I'll and and um, a lot of people crack their necks on their own or their back or what, what have you. And that just means that they're hypermobile. And a lot of them like feel so like ashamed to admit to me that that's what they do. And I'm like, I honestly don't really care if you do that. Like if you've been doing it your whole life, like you're still here now. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you know your limits of your body. You know them better than I know them. So um, yeah. it, it doesn't actually worry me. And like I've... I've worked with chiropractors who say like, oh, like just don't adjust your neck because like, because the one thing about neck adjustments is it can stress out your vertebral artery, which goes through like some holes in the side of your, of the bones in your neck. Um, but like, I mean, for that to actually hurt somebody, you have to have, usually you have previous comorbidities involved. So like there are, are um, uh, like blood vessel problems, right? People who are more likely to have a stroke or a blood clot or whatever. Mm. So it's, it's for the most part, it's not really actually dangerous. Okay. okay. Perfect. Yeah. Right. I that's good to know. I will continue. <laughs> oh, and yeah. that's okay. So that's why you couldn't adjust my dad's neck because he had a stroke before. Yeah. So like, that's like the biggest like thing that chiropractors get like, you know, we get eaten alive for is there have been a few cases in the world where people have had a stroke after getting adjusted, their neck adjusted by a chiropractor. Oh wow. Um, and there's there hasn't been any research to prove that there's actually a correlation or a cause or there's no causation that like the it was the adjustment that caused the stroke yeah in general those people probably were going to have a stroke anyway because yeah. what a stroke is is you have a blood clot that is somewhere um whether it travels up into your neck and then because you move your neck in such a way it dislodges yeah. that blood clot and then goes up to your brain and then yeah. blocks blood supply to your brain causing a stroke so so anybody who has ever had a stroke before i just say no i'm not adjusting yeah. your neck yeah um and i've said it to a couple people already yeah. um there are a few other you know reasons like that it's generally in somebody somebody who's had issues like that before you know and it's like i don't spend all my time worrying about strokes because no. i can't but like it's obviously something i'm aware of and if I get a bad like spidey sense about something, I just err on the side of safety and say, no, like, you know what? I can like do some soft tissue. I can yeah. do some gentle mobilizations, but like the adjustment is not the, the end all be all. Like, yeah, so that's fair. I think, mm -hmm. and like for you to feel comfortable too, and maybe to make them aware of that comfort level too. Right. Cause maybe they had no idea like, oh, maybe I should like look into this more or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. You yeah, exactly. And then just... they're actually... Oh, sorry. No, go, go. 
I was just gonna say, so this week actually, I had a couple, well, I had one patient who is a nurse. She's my age, like uh, young, and she was telling me how a friend of her friends, so it's a girl who she kind of knows, um, she's in her mid thirties. She had COVID, like it was a few months ago. She got her first vaccine, and then she got COVID between getting her first and second doses. And then like, okay, I'm not an expert on vaccines or COVID, but I guess um, sometimes after you get COVID, it can like cause you to, to um, get blood clots in your system. So this woman who was in her mid thirties had a blood clot and went to go get adjusted by a chiropractor and it dislodged the blood clot and she ended up having a stroke. And now she's like, she's alive, but she's like in physio because she has like part of her face is droopy and she's like trying to like get that muscle and nerve function back in her face. Oh man. <laughs> and there's That's... another woman who died and she's from Saskatoon and she was young as well. And she had the same thing happen to her, but it wasn't COVID, but she um, was adjusted by a chiropractor and same thing, she, she got a stroke and died. And her dad was like a lawyer and it was just like this huge thing. So yeah, That's I should look more into it. Cause I just know from like, from what people have told me, I haven't actually yeah. like looked into the story that much, but it's definitely a real thing. And like, mm -hmm. you just have to be aware of it. And um, yeah. sometimes freak accidents like that do happen. And it's, yeah. it sucks being the Cairo on that side of it because it's like, mm -hmm. okay, like would this have happened if you hadn't adjusted them? Maybe, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's that that would be it would it would be really tough I think, but I feel like it's no different than risking going to the doctor and getting a prescription like right right like yeah. you don't you just don't know like you, yeah you know your body but you don't really know what's going on too much on the inside right like so I don't know I think living our best life you know and just like going and feeling better when we need to feel better or just to keep um keep up with going to the chiropractor is really good like i just like getting adjusted just to get adjusted and keep keep it up right like i don't want to ever i don't want to have to go only when i'm hurting because no <laughs> i mean that's all the time but but i mean like if i have like an injury <laughs> or funny. something right yeah. so yeah yeah i think it's just but our whole lives are risky. You could say that for so many things. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like on the last thing on that subject is like, yeah. I think I, I took a like seminar. It was like a really like quick, like, I don't know, like four hour seminar on the subject. And, uh, there was some statement on how like, you're like 400 times more likely to die from taking Tylenol every day than you are from getting a stroke. Yeah. By getting adjusted. By yeah. Wow. Like Tylenol is like so horrible on your liver. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, like little things like that. Like you would never think twice about taking a Tylenol if you had like a headache or whatever. Right. So yeah. it's just yeah. like, yeah, it, like just, it's a good point. You, you yeah. never know. There are always risks to doing everything and sometimes yeah. freak accidents happen and that's just, that's life. But yeah. 
Yeah. That's true. So, That's so anyway, funny. I'm never, like, nervous about adjusting people yeah. usually. And, like, I always ask them after. I'm like, yeah, did that hurt? And most of the time they're like, no, why do you keep asking me if it hurts? And I'm like, yeah. oh, I just, like, don't want to hurt you. No. You're <laughs> so. very thorough, though, I feel like. You're very, like, um, in tune with your job, right? Um, and just making sure everyone's comfortable. Like, I always felt comfortable. Oh, yay. Oh, yeah. So Can I, I ask you another question? Of course, yeah. Okay, so lately, um, I can feel literally every bone cracking. Like, okay. I would get up, and, like, my lower back hips would crack. Um, like, I can sit like this, and I can squeeze, like, my glutes together, and I can, like, break. <laughs> nice. Like, I can crack my lower back that way. That's awesome. Um, I can I've always crack wanted to my do ankles, that. right? No, it, it feels so good. Like it, <laughs> that's a, like a really nice, like, cracky, like, this is nice. Um, but no, I can, like, crack my ankles, my wrists. Like, everything has been cracking lately, a lot. Like, just getting up, I crack. Is okay. it hurting? Should I be worried? No, it's, it doesn't hurt. It do, it feels good? Well, kind of, yeah. But it, Do it's, your like, muscles I, feel tight? Um... I don't know. So like generally, especially in my personal experience, like my like mid back and my sternum, like they crack really easily. Like I'm just like really hypermobile in that area of my body. And I find that happens more like when I'm like not really tired and really sore. So like, it's just your joints like can move that much probably because there's less like pulling and stress from the muscles around it. So your joints are moving easier. So I, I generally see that hypermobility as a, a good thing. Like, okay. um, they're just releasing. And as long as like, it's not hurting you, it's yeah. not a bad thing. Okay. Cause I can like go for a hug and like, you can hear my shoulders pop crack. Like my, yeah. my, these guys I can crack too. Like if oh, I hold yeah. it You're tight, like I can, yeah, like I can literally crack everything in my body. You're just a, you're a hypermobile individual. And, <laughs> and females generally are very much, um, and like the younger the female, usually the more likely they are to, cause and like you're, you still fit that category. Like you're like a young female and you, yeah. and a lot of it is probably genetic too. Like, do you know if one of your parents was pretty like flexible no. or anything like no, that. No, they think it's really weird that mine, you know, is so loud always. <laughs> like, damn, you, you okay? I'm like, yeah. does it have anything to do with working out five times a week? Do you work out five times a week? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's a healthy thing. Your body moves well. Like, a, the when a joint pops, it's just that joint is becoming really? more okay. more mobile. You're in okay. increasing segmental mobility. So, yeah, it's not a bad thing at all. That's good. Okay. There you go. Now you can go back to your family. Enough, right? You're like, See ya. I'm the healthiest. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. The okay. only time I would I would say, like, it's not good is if it were painful. Oh, no, it feels so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And whatever. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Good. Whatever. Then. That's perfect. I'm um, worried. Yeah. Oh, I know. And we talked about that last time too. I was going to talk to her and then I'm like, you know what? It's probably best you ask her because then she can actually give you the, the, the rundown of it. Right. Uh Um, so 
You know how people always say like, does it hurt? Yeah. So when, and do people always ask you that? Is that like a common question you get? Um, like, my like if new, you get newbies. Newbies, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say more often than not, they are kind of nervous. Um, but I always ask them that too. Like, because it just depends on the person. Like some people will say like, yeah, I'm nervous. Or some people won't want to let on that they are. And I'll just ask yeah. them, like, are you worried about it at all? Because... I like to know because then mm -hmm. it just helps me gauge and like I'll go a little bit gentler to start. And I just tell them that like I just try to communicate as best as I can, right? Like yeah. people can't, they're not going to complain if you explain things a little more, right? No, so, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Just to make them more comfortable. That's good though. Yeah. Like I think the first time I ever had my neck adjusted, I was in Texas <laughs> because I was like... I was swimming there and my neck hurt like I couldn't turn it one way or whatever oh. so my my swim coach was like Kate go to the chiropractor I went and like I don't even remember if the guy even like said anything to me I was just like oh my neck hurts and then he's like Kate sit down and then he just grabbed my head and like just cranked my neck one way and cranked it the other way and it was just like and I was like oh my god like and I think a lot of people have that experience and then it like really makes them scared of going to see yeah. the chiropractor. And so, and I had that, but I was just like, oh man, like my neck feels better. So I wasn't that scared, but like I could see how it would scare people. Yeah. And so like, I try not to be that person. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just like, okay, I'll like take it easy to start. And then like, the more you trust me, then we can like do a little more. Yeah. Yeah. That's good though. Do you, um, what made you like get into doing this profession? Like, was it some, like a, like a moment like that or was it, was it something else? Oh, uh, no, it was, um, it's actually kind of cool. I think so. Am I allowed to say names? Like, yeah. On this? Okay. So it's up to you. It's up, it's up yeah. to you. Well, we can edit it up if you don't want, but, um, <laughs> so I was like, I swam for U of A, um, and we had a team chiropractor and um, his name is Jeff Kubos. And I don't know if he still is their team Cairo anymore, but he's now like, sometimes when you watch Oiler games, you can like see him behind the bench. Like he's like the Oilers chiropractor. Oh, nice. And um, I loved him because he wasn't like um, your typical Cairo where he'd just like crack you and like have you on your way. He was like, he would like ask you, and like he kind of was like a mix of like a chiropractor and a physio. Yeah. So um, he treated your injury in terms of like he'd like give you exercises to do in rehab, and like he'd do soft tissue, and he'd use like other modalities. And he was just like a really, really intelligent guy. He is a very intelligent guy still. Like he's he's got a very good reputation in Canada. Um, yeah. And. I mean, like, he's come a long way even since then. But um, after seeing him, and I was never, like, I never really had any major injuries or anything. Um, but I just always respected him. And then yeah. I got a kin degree at the U of A. And then I was kind of, like, one of those people who was like, okay, what do I do with my kin degree? Like, um, and then I took a year and a bit off and, like, worked and traveled. And then I was like, I'm going to apply for Cairo school. And it was like, because I saw, like, I think I went to like a job fair at the U of A and then I just thought about Jeff and I was like, yeah. 
I could be like him. Like I could like, yeah. like you know, work with like sports teams or something, which is like, I probably all chiropractors <laughs> say that they want to work with sports teams. So it's kind of funny how that started, but I feel like I had a really, really good role model. Um, yeah. And then I applied for school and I got in and I was like, hey, I guess I'm doing this. So yeah. it wasn't like something that I always wanted to do, but it was just like, I saw like that it had more potential than just like being a bone cracker. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of, that was And that uh, like for people that can't see, but Kendra looks fit. Like you look like you can lift. Is it because <laughs> for your job or it's just personal preference? Like you probably like, need to have power, right? Like you need to be able to like turn and twist a person that's double your size. I would say so. I would say that like, um, it is definitely a job where you should practice what you preach. Like if people are going to listen to me giving them exercises, they should yeah. probably know that I can do the exercises or like have lived through doing them. Um, but I mean, like I was, a, I was a swimmer, so like I, I owe my physique more to that, but, okay. um, yeah, but like, um, I would say that it's probably my responsibility to try to like, I, I'm not saying I have to look super fit or anything, but like, I probably should like try to, you know, convince people that I know what I'm talking about and they okay. believe you more if you look the part, right? <laughs> like anything. Yeah. Yeah. Not that but I'm I, trying to trick anybody at all. I'm no, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I was intimidated when I first went to their clinic because everybody there is, like, super fit. And they all are I fit. was, like, and I've been to, like, Cairo places and other places that they're not like that. Mm-hmm. They're just, right? Like, really old school. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I went there, I was, like, oh, my God, I don't belong here. Holy crap, I don't belong here. But the minute I met... You belong it was like the most amazing place. Like it made me feel welcome and like just lots of good tips and just like good people. And I met like good friends out of that place. So it was like really neat. It really does have such a good staff there. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're yeah. good people. Yeah. Aww. That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. They probably miss you too. Right. I mean like they're, yeah. I haven't been there in a long time now that Steven's gone. <laughs> Is he gone? Yeah, he moved. He went to a different clinic in um, Northside or like North Edmonton. Oh, but he's still in Edmonton. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's for another conversation. Yeah, no, that's all good. It's all good. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but it was nice when you were there because I got to see. She always brought her dogs, Iana, to to the clinic. (laughs) My dog. Oh, sorry, dog. Children. Yeah. Oh, but I whatever. Oh my god! <laughs> I love like that. I love kids. when people. I love when people can bring like. I know. Animals. Me too. It makes it so like. Oh, oh I just love it. And Madge is out. Like I love Madge, and we were like, just trying to get Madge to like. We put the twins in uh, in front of Madge a few times. <laughs> the twins were the guinea pigs. Yeah, to, it was like, perfect. Get her to like kids. <laughs> yeah, it was. Thank perfect. you, Addie oh, and Gavin. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like your dog hates children. Is she's so she's a blue healer so she, that breed is like known to like not hate children but they're just very like untrusting of anybody who's not like within their small circle yeah. and and for what and like usually they're known for like hurting kids because they're a hurting dog like so they yeah. they bite calves 
heels. They're called healers because they bite their heels to like herd them to wherever the farmer wants them to go. Oh, so yeah. um, they're known for like, if kids run, they'll like chase the kids and bite their heels. <laughs> but like, she does it to me, like even the other day, like I've had her for two and a half years now and she yeah. bit me in the butt and like made holes in my pants. Like she does it like on the regular. And it's just because it's like an instinct for her. Like yeah. she's not, she doesn't like dislike me obviously, but she, she does not she's like She's like, you're going the wrong way. way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like, but, and I, yeah. I don't, I've had her ever since she was a little puppy and oh. I never, like I, I didn't have her around kids very much. So I think mm. that's why, like the first time I figured out that she didn't like kids, there was like a toddler that was like running in the office and I just hear this like horrible barking <laughs> and Madge is like losing her shit yeah. on this like toddler that's running. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but you wouldn't, how would you know, right? Like you didn't, I didn't know. Right? Yeah. yeah. So then we were like, okay, we're going to get the twins. to. <laughs> so I would watch Madge sometimes while she was working. And, but it was, per- Madge did so good because she would just go under the table when they were annoying. Like if they were hyper and running yeah. around, she would go under the table and lay down and just do her own thing. Like she oh my would God, just I've separate her. Madge. Yes. I do have Madge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. you probably were there when, when I was watching her, maybe. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, super chill dog. Cool. Yeah, and, like, you want, okay, any, I'm going <laughs> to shout you out, Kendra, because you, Madge is so freaking well-behaved. I, like, I dream of a dog like Madge. Seriously, like, Sage <laughs> is an insane, insane <laughs> mother, fuck. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, today she was, like, she just barked for 45 minutes straight and just right in my face and, like, would not leave me alone. And Why? She just she, she just goes on fits where she, like, wants to bark and bark and bark and bark and bark. And then, like, sometimes it means she has to go out. So, like, we'll, we'll do the things that we're, like, not sure what she wants, right? But I don't know. She's Aww, insane. Sagey. Sure. Yeah. They just take, like, it's so weird how they just evolve and adapt yeah. and eventually, like, she'll be where you where you need her to be. Yeah, but, and, like, I definitely see improvement for sure, but, like, oh, yeah. um, like the biting has kind of gone down and stuff, but, like, you just, like, Madge is, like, perfect like i know that you're gonna say madge is not perfect but she barks at kids so. i know but like <laughs> i can't bring her to the work anymore oh yeah oh, actually <laughs> like actually you can't bring her anymore i if i look at my schedule i'll bring her on a saturday because i'm the only cairo in the office on saturdays and if yeah. i know no kids are coming then i would bring her but that's yeah, okay it. Yeah. Like I brought Spencer. I got another dog since then, and he's the same breed. And he he like loves everybody, and he's so different. And so I brought him on Saturday, and all he does is just like sit outside the door and like wait for me. So like he's yeah, good. But, yeah, yeah. They're we so don't good. Deserve dogs. <laughs> I know we don't deserve them. They're just so perfect. Yeah, I love them. Aww. Yeah, that's the thing is, they are they're special. <laughs> Right? I love having a dog. They're amazing. Um, okay, I did have like a burning question, even though I kind of know this because you're gonna, 
I know exactly what you're going to say probably, but, Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. but what is the most recommended stretch to do in your like thirties and forties? So like the older you get, like, or even like just one in general that you recommend the most for people to do. Okay. So like it obviously depends on like your body yeah, and like what issues you're having. Right. Yeah. So like what might be really good for you might not be really good for me, right? Yeah. Um, But like the number one exercise that I give, and you already know it because I've given it to you and I've given it to John. (laughs) Yeah. Is it's like, if you've ever done yoga, it's like the cobra. I think it's the cobra. It's not up dog. It's the cobra in yoga where you're like laying on your tummy, hands are in a push-up position. And then you only use your arms and you press yourself as far up as you can. And you're like doing as much of a back extension as you can. Yeah. And the reason for that is because most of us sit a lot of the day, right? If we have a desk job, we're sitting. Or like people who are like mechanics or do labor jobs are bending and lifting, right? Like we always go forward, but we never ever move backward. So it's just like, we're always going to one extreme and like, like, I'm pretty influenced and biased in some ways because my um, training in school was like very, um, the, the chiro who I worked under for like my last semester was like, we call it a McKenzie chiropractor. So McKenzie technique is like, there was this uh, New Zealand physiotherapist who found out that their patient with a disc herniation, all he did was like, he accidentally laid on the table. Like it's like a, it was like a chair and the guy laid on it face down. So his back was like extended where his hips were forward. And he laid on there for like 10 minutes. And then the physio came back into the room and was like, oh my God. Or the guy was like, my pain's gone. And all I've been doing is like sitting on this chair, like in a back bend position. And then so ever since then now, like it's like a, a technique in Cairo and physios do it too, where you just to get rid of like disc herniations specifically, you would do that press up or a back bend and it gets rid of like nerve pain that like sciatic nerve pain that goes down your leg. And yeah. I would say, even if you don't have that sciatic nerve pain or disc, disc herniation or any nerve irritation, it's still really good for your spine and your spinal health and to give your back muscles some slack rather than overstretching them to just move the other way. Yeah. It's just like as simple as that. So it's not the perfect thing for everybody. Like some people have like um, their, their vertebrae kind of slide forward in their spine. So maybe they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um, but majority of people, I would say it's a great thing to do. Um, that I do it every things- day. Good. And like, do yeah. you find that it helps? I like crave it because it, it just stretches so nice. And like, yeah, and even like, if, if I'm just if in the kid's bedroom, I just like get yeah. on the bed and I do it. Cause it's, I feel it like feels it also so stre- stretches the abs. Does it not? It's yeah, exactly. It right? stretches your abs and then it gives your back muscles like slack rather I don't than have bending those. forward. <laughs> you do have those. Everybody has them. Right. They're gone. <laughs> no, so like, <laughs> Like, yeah, it's just, it just makes so much sense because like you're always, we're always putting stress on those tissues 
you know, like at the top of our hips, low back there, right? Why not yeah. give them some slack? Why, why people have such a focus on like stretching things, but like you just it, like neutral, like your spine likes to be in a neutral position, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't like sustained postures, so it doesn't like to sit all day. It doesn't like to stand all day. It likes to sit, stand, walk around, move. Like you'll feel better if you do that all day. Yeah. So yeah. that one, and then I also think um, like the cat cow. Um, I it's, I know it's so simple, but like I, I mostly just give people really simple things, right? Because like, but it's I love that. Okay, they won't do it. Yeah. So yeah. is that the one cow, on the force? Like on yeah, you're board. on all fours, yeah, okay. and then you're just like stretch your back one way, and then you stretch your back the other way, and then, um, or you could do like a more enhanced version, which is like a pass through. It's more of a weightlifter like warm up exercise, but you can hold like a wooden dowel, or you can hold like it doesn't matter. Like I just say find whatever is around your house, uh, like whether it's like a belt or like a towel or a bed sheet. And then you just straighten your arms and you're holding it out in front of you. And then you just raise the, the whatever you're holding over your head and you pull your chest through and then you come back. And so you're just moving your spine like as far forward as you can, sticking your chest out and then you curve it so that you're, and you're going through that like in like a uh, repetitive motion. So like, okay, that was use resistance so, bands for those. That yeah. was so satisfying. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. Like, I, I want to do this now. <laughs> it feels so good. Like I've yeah, never had wanna, somebody yeah. be like, "Oh man, I, I hate that. That feels horrible." Like yeah. every single hundred percent of people say that feels good. Like, yeah, that look good. So, that sounds yeah. like that's a good stretch right there. I'm not wearing a bra, sorry. So, oh no, I was but. no, I was looking at your movement, your arms. So like, Where's she going? <laughs> She's like, no, <laughs> nothing to I see don't... anyway. So it's all good. I uh, I don't know the last time I wore a bra. Oh, I did. I did put one on today for to go skating. Did you? Leave I the... don't. Oh, yeah, you left the house. You don't. Why? <laughs> Why? What? Why do what? I need to? You don't need to. Fuck them. Fuck bras. Really? I don't know. I just. I just. I mean, like I don't it. Know. It just. Like, cause I'm at home all day and I don't in like, especially lately, I'm not driving the kids to day home or anything. And really? if I'm, and if I'm driving the kids to day home, I put a tank top with a built-in bra and, or a sports bra. I never wear wired bras anymore. Ever. Uh -huh. Who I do. Those? Like, I can't, I can't. I used to, but now I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm just not comfortable with them. My boobs are disgusting and weird and <laughs> like, anyways. <laughs> So okay. it doesn't, I just like, they're just so, they're in such a, like a midlife crisis. Like I just, I have no idea what to do with them anymore. I would rather get rid of them entirely and have like just a nipple. What do I do with these things? Like pecs. they're just done. <laughs> they're just done. They've had their, their fun. You know, I flashed a lot of people I like I used to I used to walk by cars and like flatten my boobs on their windshield oh and god. be like, oh my god, you put them to good use. So we're good, right? Like they're used and abused. I can I can I can uh, get rid of them now. One day I will get a reduction because they're just more hassle than not, right? Like I don't I don't need them to be. I mean, they're naturally this big. It's just shitty. Like everyone's like, Give I want bigger boobs. You can have them. <laughs> we'll go. We'll do back-to-back -back surgeries, and you can just take them. And then <laughs> I want. They do that. 
<laughs> yeah, I want your abs though, so you got to give me those too. It's like a two for one. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's go. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so silly. Yeah. So yeah, no, I knew. I kind of knew you'd be saying those ones because those are the best I though. Know. They today so we actually the kids do yoga every day, so Aww. um especially now that they're home, I keep their same routine as they do at day home, and she always does um yoga, right? So. Addie knows the video, where to find it. We go, we turn it on, and and uh, she does like three different ones. And today she was just like so relaxed, and I'm just watching her, and she's doing cat cow, and it was just like I don't know, I just love. It. And they, but when they do it, they go moo meow. Oh my god, like that's it's so cute. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell my patients to start mooing. Yeah. Moo meow. Moo meow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll make a video. I'll make a video tomorrow when they do it, and it's so cute. And yeah, that's adorable. They just they love that routine, so they do it all the time. So I think it's a good habit for them. That's so good for them. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. So Aww. speaking of kids, do you recommend kids going to Cairo? Because mine started going from when they were born. Yeah. That's a good question, and I think it would be controversial um, among the chiropractic community. Um, So I know, like, a lot of people focus their practice around pregnant women and young, like, newborn kids. Um, and that's definitely not me. Like, I'm not that, that chiropractor. Um, I, I have treated a lot of pregnant women and like, there's definitely a good need for that. Um, with kids, I'm not sure. Um, like I haven't treated a lot of young kids. So the the age depends on things. Um, because it's kind of like when they're babies, um, there's not a lot you can do, right? Like you can, if it's a healthy baby, right? Um, yeah. You can like do a neurological exam to make sure all their reflexes are good and you can make sure their hips are in their sockets. Um, yeah. Like it's a good thing to check for all that kind of stuff, but like your doctor should be doing that anyway, your pediatrician, your, you know, whoever. Um, but in terms of like, like overall health, like, most babies are not born where their spines are like misaligned so um it's kind of like i have a hard time saying to people like you should be bringing your babies in yeah yeah adjusted all the time yeah um but i have uh had people bring their babies in when they've had problems like with GERD so like yeah. throwing up after every feed um and i have treated a couple babies like that and you know, I'll do a quick exam and then I just, I, I use like two fingers and I just adjust their, their mid backs. And that's crazy. Um, yeah. and it's, you know, it's a very gentle thing and the babies never mind. And, um, I've had their mothers say like, Oh, it's actually helped quite a bit. And yeah. like, they're not, they're no longer throwing up after every feed or maybe it's lessened. Um, so like, I just, do you feel, do you feel a crack? Yeah. You, you can feel like a tiny little pop. But really? like it's just it's just babies are so malleable, right? Like they yeah. their bones are soft. Um, like your bones don't your growth plates don't harden until you're like in your early twenties. Like oh, wow. it takes a long time for those. So like even kids who are like ten, you know, like they're they're soft, 
right? Yeah. But that's why they, they heal so quickly when they break a bone and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then there there comes an age where kids don't really like to be touched, especially by a stranger. So yeah. that's kind of my least favorite age to treat because it's like, like Angie, like even like your kid is an example, right? So like Gavin was just like, I am terrified of you. Yeah, You're like yeah. a strange woman who I don't know. And he was old enough to be like, I don't like you. You know, yeah. he wasn't like a baby who was just like laid there. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so yeah. I, I felt I felt bad because it's just yeah. like, okay, like if the kid doesn't want to be treated, <laughs> yeah, I can't treat him. And no, and that's like, fair too, right? Like they just, like that's, it's yeah. kind of hit and miss because... They've had it before, but it's more gentle stuff with them, right? Like, I know it's of not course, intense yeah. with them, but no, no, no. I think it was when we had gotten a car accident when they were babies is when we started going yeah. because we were like, okay, what if like something happened? Cause we had to get new car seats and everything from it. So, um, it was just one of those things where like, we should just check. Right. And then yeah, we just went yeah. for adjustments every now and then basically for them, it wasn't like much but they ended up liking it after a while right so oh that's good yeah and if the kid likes it like i've had a few kids who are like totally good with it and then like i've had a couple kids who like i'll just do a really easy adjustment on them like you know like you know it doesn't hurt and they're like oh my god you hurt me (laughs) oh gosh okay yeah like i hurt you (laughs) like you know you didn't hurt them and their parents are like yeah you didn't hurt them i know yeah like and then like there's there and then there's the whole thing even with like you need to get consent when it's a child because you don't yeah. know what that kid's life is like at home. So yeah. you like um there are other people who would do a much better job than me, but you know, you have to say like, Okay, I'm going to be touching you now. Is that okay with you? Yeah. And I have to say, like, this can't just be okay with your mom. Like, you have to make sure that it's okay with you, not with just your mom. Yeah. So. It'd be um, easier to just do adults then. I'd be like, oh, you're annoying. Okay, bye. Like, is this <laughs> yeah. a new thing? Like, has this always been like, like, wait. Like, consent like that? From a child? I think it, it depends on the age of the child. Like, obviously, they have to understand what you're saying to them. Um, but yeah, it's more like I've had people who have had training in pediatrics tell me that because I've only I've only had pretty minimal pediatric training in terms like I just had it at school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know how to test for reflexes. Like I know how to test for hip dysplasia. Um, I know how to adjust kids. Like it's not really much different than an adult. You just don't use as much force. Right. Um, but like it's not it's not something that I would like seek out in my patient base. Yeah. And like, and I think there is a time and a place for if a young child needs it, like when babies are born with torticollis, right? Where they're, if they came out, uh, kind of, if they came out of the womb kind of funny and like their head is kind of um, to one side, usually it's just one of the muscles in the neck that's kind of cramped up to one side. So a lot of it might just be like, you need to get some soft tissue in there to like release that muscle, but they might not, like they probably don't need a neck adjustment, right? All right. So. Yeah, and like, how many years have babies survived without getting chiropractic? Anyway? That's <laughs> so true, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. I, I'm not like I'm def- I'm just not it. Like I'm not against it. Definitely with mm-hmm. the kids. I mean, I don't Me take either. them. They don't go regularly now, but like, I don't. You know, no, and they yeah. won't probably until we actually need to go. But for us, we hundred percent need to. Yeah, I think if anything, like. 
A chiropractor can be like another reinforcement of like um, learning proper body mechanics as a kid, right? Yeah. So like we put our kids in sports and activities and dance and whatever else, right? And they learn that stuff there. But um, the good thing about going to like a chiropractor or a physio is that like they'll learn how to like properly lift something up, like an object up off the ground when they're young. Because I don't know about you guys, but I never fucking learned how to pick something up properly. So like, I have like hurt my back so many times from trying to lift something because I wasn't like engaging my tummy muscles and using my bum to like help me lift this thing. Yeah. (laughs) And like, you know, like no adult was ever actually taught how to properly do that. Yeah. So maybe that's something that like if somebody wants to like focus on having kids as their like patient population they should focus on like how to have proper body mechanics so that they don't they prevent injury from happening rather than like coming to kairos when you get injured right rather than chasing the injury yeah well someone needs to talk to gavin because he does flips (laughs) on the couch daily and literally (laughs) this kid hits his i swear to god he's going to be a serial killer because he hits his (gasps) head don't say that dude he hits his head so much you guys no you're manifesting it no i'm not no stop he like he won't listen he doesn't listen he like at dinner time he'll be like under the table and then he gets up and he hits his head i'm like every time you do it i don't know why you can't listen to me and then he gets, and then he goes, Mom, you're annoying! Because <laughs> I have to repeat myself so many times. And now, if I tell him, like, you need to eat, sit down, relax, eat, he goes, watch me! And he, like, oh my god, I'm just like... <sighs> <laughs> like when I was FaceTiming you the other day, and you're like... You just look over and you're like, Gavin, go away. Go drink yeah. your juice somewhere else. And then you he's point just the camera at him and he's like drinking his juice, just staring at you. <laughs> just not leaving. He's so <laughs> creepy. like, oh my gosh, that is creepy and so cute. He's, fu- <laughs> he's funny. He's he's very snuggly. I like, he's just funny, but he, man, that kid's going to get, like, I okay, I'm not even going to say he's going to get injured because I'll manifest it, whatever, but... Man, he is just, or he'll be lucky, you know, like, yeah, he's, he's a wild kid, holy. He's so sweet. He can't sit still. He's, like, even when we were, um, I think the last time we were in Saskatchewan, I asked John's mom, I said, because she had three boys, I said, how did you deal with this? And when he was acting like that, and she's like, my boys never did that. (laughs) I was like... (gasps) So he gets it from you. So, so, yeah, exactly. Wow. So, but she didn't mean it in, like, a mean way, but she just meant it because, like, like, John and them are very, like, passive boys. All three of them are the same. It's very strange. They're all, like, all the wives yell. And all the husbands huh. are like, okay, yes, dear. Like, <laughs> we compliment each other. Well. They are all the same. Like, like, um, <laughs> Sean in yell. the one that's in Saskatchewan, the one that you met, Kendra. Yeah. He like he like Karen is exactly like me, and <laughs> Sean just goes, mm-hmm, yep. And John, same thing. They just totally agree. And then when the the two in California are just yeah, same thing. 
So it's, I think, I mean, they were playful kids. Like, they're boys, right? The yeah. boys will be boys. But um, they just weren't as wild as Gavin is, I think. And I think he just, you know, is just so hyper. He's so, so, so hyper. So it's just, it's a lot most of the time. Aww. And working so from working from home and having them home is fun. It's a treat. It's a treat. It's a, yeah. It's like one of those, um, what are they called? Deep and delicious um, cakes. You think mm. it's a good idea because mm. it looks really good. Mm. And then you get it and it's like dry as fuck. Yeah. I'm I'm done with this. I'm good. I'm just gonna put this away now. <laughs> I just I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, um Yana, do you have any more questions for her? No, I just feel good about my cracking that I'm okay. You know, yeah, you good. got some reassurance. You yeah. good. You good? <laughs> no, that's. But actually, you know, what? one more question. So, do you? F- I don't know. I feel like. So once you go to a Cairo, like they adjust you, they crack everything. Is it? Is it made to be that you'd have to come back again? Like, like it's like a a thing that your body needs at that time and now, like forever now. Like once you get adjusted, your body's like, okay, like come on, I need an adjustment again. Um, you know what I mean? Like, um, okay. So you're asking like, should you like keep going all the time for the rest of your life? <laughs> um, kind of, I don't, yeah, like, I don't think so. I think it just depends on what you want. And if you find that, um, it feels good and it's helping mm-hmm. you like, so like personally, I think getting adjusted is good for you it's good for your mobility um it has that sense of like it it makes you feel better like it kind of resets the nerves in that area right right? so it decreases pain a little bit if you're having pain in the area um but it's like i mean maybe maybe you'll be perfectly fine if you get adjusted once and then you never get adjusted again for the rest of your life like and like you know you'll probably live (laughs) but like um it's just a matter of like if it's lifestyle dependent also so like if you're a death it's this is like a kind of a loaded question but like if you're a desk worker you know you're sitting at the computer all the time generally people get like upper back and neck pain so they get so locked up and like they're shrugging and they hold their stress up in their traps and they get headaches so um, I have a lot of like regular people who come to see me because they find getting their neck adjusted and their upper back adjusted relieves that muscle tension, relieves the headaches that they get. So some of them will preemptively come to get adjusted so that they don't have the headache come on right. rather than waiting till after it comes on and it right. gets really bad. Um, so it depends on the person and I don't think, like I don't get adjusted regularly. But I have a lot of people who come to see me who, like, like need to get adjusted yeah. regularly. And um, it's just because that's what works for them. Um, and, yeah, it's. I wish that it was a more, like, black and white question, but it's not. Right. And, um, and also, like, a lot of it is, like, 
if, if people like it enough because most people yeah. <laughs> like getting adjusted who come yeah. to see me and the people who don't like it they're not going to come back and that's right yeah 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 i feel like that's fair right like it's not for everybody but most people enjoy it yeah. i don't really know anyone that hates it <clears throat> I, i've had some people who hate it for sure. That's crazy. But they well, think I mean, they yeah. need it or, or they're desperate to get out of pain or whatever so they try. And, yeah. You know, but it's yeah. like, it's not the answer for everything and sometimes it's just like, I had one guy who came and he's awesome. Like, he was a great guy. It was in St. Albert um, and he was just like, I have GERD. Like, I have this horrible GERD and he's like, I don't want to keep taking these GERD medications. He's like, I've changed my diet and like he's like this super Greek dude. So he oh, eat yeah. like a lot of like <clears throat> onion and like garlic and like whatever. And he's like, I stopped eating all the foods that I liked. <laughs> and he was like, it's still not working. So he's like, I thought I'd come get adjusted. And then like I adjusted him a bunch and like it still never worked. So oh, shoot. just like, yeah. And I, no I wonder. I, I yeah. was hoping for a happy ending yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes like like a lot of the time I do get good good results obviously but like yeah. that was just not one of them so like Aww. yeah poor so guy eternal hey like yeah like I don't know if he had like an esophageal hernia or something right like mm-hmm. something I couldn't see that's beyond my pay grade so yeah. right right yeah, yeah for sure cool. oh a quick question um, I know that me and you had talked about this before but when people start getting that bump on the back of their neck yeah, the, you know, I had a patient call it her dorsal fin. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, my dorsal fin." <laughs> I was like, "That's I feel fucking like, awesome." <laughs> like, I feel like it's an iPhone thing or like a cellular <laughs> situation. Yeah, because like, you're always neck down. You always look at your phone, and then, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, how do you? What are your recommendations to like work that eventually out? It. Yeah. <laughs> I am not going to say with 100% certainty that, like, getting adjusted is going to fix that. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it is um, could be lifestyle-related, right, if you are always looking yeah. down. But I think, like, everybody does that, though, too, right? And yeah. Like, a lot of people don't have it. So it's probably more genetic and just, like, how your body might end up anyway. Um to give you a very un- unsatisfying answer, but that's likely the truth. So basically um, what you're saying is the one I have now will get worse. Um, you might be able to mitigate it a little bit by same thing as the low back. Instead of doing this all the time, go the other way. <laughs> like extend your neck. Right? Where you're like, like pushing on your... Yeah, like, um, because yeah. like we're we just tend to look down so much. So like, whether yeah. you need to like lay on a foam roller and like let your head go back and like because yeah. you can like push your vertebrae forward little by little, right? Like you don't want to do it yeah. with like a huge one push, right? But like yeah, um, and like getting adjusted will help get get the joints moving too, so it'll be less stiff. Like yeah, um, but like I haven't I haven't really looked into the dorsal fin treatment that much <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah <laughs> well if you do and you find anything new you tell me because i will oh now i'm gonna go look up some uh some systematic mine's like on. mine is like a camel hump really it's it's oh, getting it's so bad. bad yeah it is 
Watch. Are you ready? Yeah. Look. Can't see. How can you not see? Can you not see? Because of your sweater. You are exaggerating this. No, it's yeah. profusely. No, okay, but if you if you saw me naked, you'd see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I feel like people are watching me. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I think we'll end it unless you have any more questions, Yana. No, I'm good. This is good. Do you have anything to add, Kendra? I don't think so. Thanks for having me. That went by so fast. It was mm-hmm. fun to talk. Yeah. But... Stay on after you're done, after we're done, and I'll uh, we'll chat. But uh, we'll just let everybody um, go. And, uh, the only reason is because uh, tonight is a school night and <laughs> Yana has a lot of lunches to make. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's all like I have so many kids. I only have three. <laughs> that's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. It's more than me. That's that is. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of lunches to make there. <laughs> yeah. I have to make John's. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not so bad. But I'm always like peeling the carrots and why? I don't know. Honestly, he never asks for anything specific. He eats anything I give him. Absolutely. Why everything. would you peel? The, why would you go through the effort? I don't know. I just do. It's just don't. like a habit. Oh my gosh. He probably wouldn't even care. Follow us on Insta, Life of a Messy Bun Podcast, and. Um, Twitter as well and I am gonna set up a TikTok eventually so I'll let you know what that is once I do (sighs) anyways bye bye bye